Fakatakate hau ki te uru, whakatakate hau ki te tonga, kia mā kinakina ki uta, kia mā taratara ki tai, e hia ki ana te atākura, he tio, he huka, he hauhu, tihei mauri ora. Ko hikurangi te maunga, ko waia pūte awa, ko horauta te waka, ko ngāti porau te iwi, ko manga hānea te marae, ko anahera ahau. Ko māka toku ingoa whakamutunga. Ko te taha o tōku pāpa nō ngāti kahungunu. Ko te taha o tōku māma nō ngāti porau, ngāti wairere, me ngāti hene. Nau mai haere mai whānau. My name is Anihira Māka. And I'm so excited. I've been pushing this off for so long, but I think it's all perfect timing now because once upon a time I don't know if I'd be so um, flowing with my ability to articulate and feel comfortable, um, this comfortable, sitting here and doing my very first podcast. <laughs> um, so I thought two moments ago, um, what am I going to, how am I going to start this? So I thought, call Waio, who am I? Um, and I've just introduced myself with my Māori passport, my pepeha, um, and started us off with a beautiful karakia. Um, call Waio, I am Anihira Irene Maka. Um, I am from Ngāti Porau, Ngāti Wairere, Ngāti Hine, and Ngāti Kahungunu. Um, I am 24 years old, June the 10th, 1996. Uh, for anyone who's interested in star signs, I am a Gemini. Um, who am I? Well, I'm pretty kicked back and cruisy, just do my thing. I love Papa Tuanuku, spending time out in nature, um, in the moana, and out in the ngahere, uh, very go with the flow, um, but have a vision in mind to where I'm heading towards whilst in flow. Um, I am a full-time mama to my two beautiful cousins, uh, 16 and 3, 16 next month, um, and am co-parenting with my brother, uh, Kate Jordan, who is 18. And a wonderful, strong, healthy tāne. Um, and I could be being biased, but I am not. Anyway, uh, my first corridor that I wanted to start this podcast on is self-worth. Um, which I think is actually becoming more of a trending kaupapa uh, in today's corridor. A trending topic in today's talks. Um, I think we know a lot about self-worth or I, I think we do, um, 
But I think to know self-worth and to feel self-worth are two different things. And once upon a time, I knew I was worthy, but I didn't quite feel that um, worthiness. And that manifested out into the activity I indulged in, the corridor, the talk I interacted and indulged in. Um, the relationships that I nurtured with my warm love um, that weren't necessarily reflecting what I thought I was worthy of. I didn't feel it, so I continued to indulge in these things. So I just wanted to come on here, unpack self-worth and, um, yeah, talk, talk about that a little bit. So I have somewhere written down what that is. So Google defines it as confidence in one's own worth or abilities, self-respect. Um, so yeah, how to identify within our lives our feeling of self-worth. Because like I said, I think we can know one thing and feel a different. And sometimes... I think our feelings manifest out outward into our lives. So um, a way in which I've been able to identify my own self-worth, and just a quick side, side note, self-worth looks completely different to each and every individual. So there's no point really scaling our self-worth on one other's perception of what that is. I think we all have the ability and responsibility to define that ourselves so that we can create a life um, based on our own whakaro, our own thoughts and understanding of what self-worth is. So today's kōrero is not about giving you my whakaro, my, my thoughts and understanding on, on self-worth. I think what I hope to achieve is just giving some tools that I've used to identify and scale where I thought um, my self-worth lay and how did I identify that and then where did I access the ability to make a change in my understanding of self-worth and my reflection on that. So we're going to talk a little bit about how I identified within my life um, my level of self-worth. Um, six years ago I was 18 and in a relationship with my first and only love thus far and um, oy, I had my heart broken and if anyone's experienced that and endured that it is so shit. <laughs> that had me asking all types of reflective questions like why am I sticking around? Why am I attracted to this? And my mind knew, get your ass out of here. This is not worth your time. You do not stick around for this type of mamai to continually be done to you. That was my inner inner corridor. And then my heart and my puku, my tummy was just like, no, I was being pulled back to this man. And I just couldn't figure out how to get out of there. So I started asking myself, why am I this way? 
why am I conditioned to be so attracted and infatuated with this man and what does he have that I can't provide myself so that I can turn my ass around and walk away so that was six years ago and the journey is still going but I think I was kind of reflecting on this a little bit earlier and sorry I'm a bit all over the place in the way that I convey things and articulate things I like to go on to little side notes so hopefully everyone can um, minimize the tabs and keep up with where I go so I was pondering earlier that we have this understanding of love and this understanding of worth and that there that understanding has been cultivated gathered through our experiences of life and our interactions with people and ourselves and well when my heart was broken I think that the cracking of my understanding of love my heart was cracking and breaking open and the the ways in which I protected myself and guarded myself needed to be reflected on and revised so that I could come up with better strategy um, on how I could look after and protect myself and prevent this hurt and so I think life in some stages encourages us to experience our understanding of love and then it um, offers a big plot twist on your ass and encourages sometimes forces us to um, shift our understanding change our understanding and transform that into a newer more elevated um, more depth of understanding of what love is and what that means to us and I think self-worth is all about our love for ourselves maybe I don't know maybe share your feedback on all of this but yeah self-worth what is our understanding of love and how do we give that back to ourselves and enforce that for ourselves I think a way we can identify that is by looking outward and scaling how we feel in each of the aspects and areas of our lives um, in our relationships in the way that we entertain ourselves in our environments and the upkeep of our environments um, the way that we speak to ourselves and allow others to speak to us we can really reflect on all of these areas in our lives and begin to ask ourselves the questions about how does this make me feel because our emotions are like a navigating system and it's like a hot and cold um, and the more we tune into our emotions and what they're telling us about these areas of our lives we can learn what is comfortable and what is uncomfortable what is making me feel happy and what is making me feel quite down what is making me feel at peace and what is pissing me off um, and then coming back to that core understanding that we control our lives we are the directors the stars and all of that in our lives we create our lives and we have the ability 
and some of us need to learn we have the responsibility to take accountability to get our asses from A to B. So I think for myself, sometimes I've relied on other people, other circumstances to come in and to save me from the bullshit that I was choosing to place myself in. I was so blinded by this victimhood state of mind that I was unable to really grasp that Anahita, if you want something, you need to get your ass up and start making some changes because surrounding yourself around the same people in the same environments, doing the same uh, activity for entertainment is not getting you from where you want to be. If you want to be at level B, you need to elevate yourself and shift your mindset, your ahua, your wairua that you are exerting and begin to transform your life to look like B. And that does not look like keeping your ass at A. Um, so I think self-worth is a lot of difficult to have confronting court at all about why am I continuing to keep myself in spaces around people doing things that don't make me feel good. Um, a lot of it for me was the mummy and the pain that I had endured throughout life. The activity that I indulged in was just a plaster of distraction to cause myself to look away from what I endured but once I you know hit a breaking point of that heartbreak it was like I wanted to get away from it but I also wanted to stay and I needed to understand why and you know that there brought me to learning about psychology and our brains and why we're so fixated on maintaining and upkeeping a life of self-sabotage. Um, so maybe I'll just come into that a little bit now, but I think that's a all that will go on throughout my podcast. But from the ages of zero to seven, where our brain is in this state called theta, I think, I think that's what it's called. But um, all of my all always go out and do your own research. Um, don't take everything I say 100% because we're all human and sometimes we make mistakes. Anyway, back on track. Um, zero to seven, we are in this brain state called theta. And pretty much we're downloading and observing our environments. And some of our environments were beautiful, warm, loving, kind, and all, all life has their ups and downs. Some of us had more downs than ups, we would say, and um, I think that there we're, we're observing and we're downloading what self-worth, what ways we talk to ourselves, what ways we allow and accept others to talk to us, and that is our foundation for the rest of our lives up until we choose to reflect on those first seven years and what we were actually surrounded by and looking at. Um, so 
that that there for me was a lot of trying to distract and look away from what I had experienced because um, a lot of that was deep mummy, deep hurt that um, it was a lot easier to look away than to look at and I didn't really see the use and the purpose of looking at and dwelling on the hurt that I had endured um, until I had to look back and look at the conditioning I had endured, why I was the way that I was, why I was attracted to a man who would hurt me, take advantage, manipulate, um, and then I was faced with, all right, you can identify and highlight these downfalls of this man. Um, you don't want to identify and highlight the reasons why you're keeping yourself surrounded by this man um, and intertwined with his wairua. Um, and yes, yeah, so that just brought me to a crossroad or a T-section. Which way am I going to go? And I decided I'm going to go the easy way, which was easy for me, would perhaps seem more difficult for others. And that was, let me spend the next four years with this man. Let's get engaged and continue to live this illusion and delusion um, whilst I unpack and work through all of the hurt and mummy because I couldn't quite separate myself from him. Um, and I mean, that's a whole other corridor. In itself but I continued to surround myself around what I knew wasn't good for me until I could really unpack and get to the core of why that was and once that happened I walked away like a breeze it was wonderful I didn't have that oh that gut-wrenching feeling of having to force myself to stay away and what not so I learned about self-worth whilst I continued to surround myself in such a self-sabotaging environment um, and then just like that I was gone and it felt so beautiful to just leave and not leave dragging my ass out of there I drove away nice and bliss and that is not advice for people to stick around but, you know, we all do things our own way. And I'm not sure what people will get from this court at all, but perhaps maybe an opportunity to begin reflecting at our areas of life and asking ourselves, how does this make me feel? Am I feeling more down than I am good? Am I feeling more worthless than I am worthy? Um, yeah, just really asking ourselves those difficult corridor, those difficult questions. And um, it's not always about acting upon it straight away, but beginning to just look at it, become intimate with the way that we think, with the way that we feel, and slowly, just by sparking those thought processes, our heart begins to crack open, love begun, begins to take on a new meaning, and we begin to shift closer to things that feel more warm than they do cold. Um, I hope all of this was wonderful, and I mean, it's whatever you want it to be, really. 
Um, kia pai tō rā, and we'll talk next time. Ngā mihi katoa katoa.